hello. Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. It's me, Elise. We're in my living room in Manhattan, episode 37. How you doing? Okay. Today we're talking about tiny houses. I just got back from a little hiking trip upstate New York. Uh, stayed at a tiny house. Talking about that. We're talking about real estate investing because, you know, anytime you leave Manhattan, you're like, why is everything so much cheaper outside the city? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. So that's what we're doing today. Sit back. Take a sip of your coffee. Talk to me. Fact of the day. Okay, IQ scores. Okay, the average IQ score, I don't know a lot about IQ scores, just saying. But the average IQ score... I know is uh, 109, 110. To give you some some reference, Einstein's IQ, 160. Well, one of the highest recorded IQ scores belongs to, yes, let's wait for it, uh, 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 a woman, thank you, Marilyn von Savant. Uh, in the 90s, the Guinness Book of World Records recorded her IQ score of 228. Bravo. How wonderful is that? Better, though. Listen to this crazy thing. If you want to access Marilyn, if you want to talk to her, perhaps write into her. She writes an advice column at Parade Magazine called Ask Marilyn. Isn't that funny? Isn't that so funny? Imagine writing into Einstein. Say you worked for the Times. <laughs> dear Einstein. No, so, yeah, you could write to, dear, dear Albert. This is, um, this is, uh, this is a real thing. Since 86, she's been writing this column, Dear Marilyn. So I look it up. Or I asked Marilyn, rather. I look it up. And someone wrote into her, I see. And it says, uh, it was like, hey, Marilyn, what's the difference between the U.S., uh, the United States, and America? And, I'm, of course, I read this. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, guy? Like, it's the same thing. You know, did I pay attention to geography? Ah, a little. So, and, you know, Marilyn, of course, she, she's going ham on this question. And, you know, I didn't know. Did you know? But th- the term America refers to all the land, technically, America, I would say Americas, but the term America refers to all the lands in the Western Hemisphere, so North America and South America, and Central America, just so you know, is part of North America, but if you say the United States of America or USA is referring to the country in North America, but everybody says, yeah, I live in the US, I live in America, they're actually two different things, who freaking new. You know who knew? Marilyn knew. That's who knew. So there you have it. Ask Marilyn at Parade Magazine, but more importantly, one of the highest IQs in the world, 228. You could take an IQ test online. Have you done that? I, 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 I haven't done it. I probably should. You know what? Or not. I probably would be scared to see what it came out with, you know? Anyway, so how was your week? Did you, did you have a good week? Can you believe we're almost in February? Yeah, because I, I, we are, because we are, and it, it's literally crazy. It's literally crazy. I um, my week was good. I went to the Catskills, upstate New York, which is a, you know a couple hours out out of the city. I did a, I stayed in a tiny house and went hiking. That was different. It was like when Italians go hiking, sort of thing. Okay, very funny. Um, and then of course now I'm thinking about you know. Uh, you know, real estate and, 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 and why is everything so damn cheap? And am I crazy for living in Manhattan in, in a, in a matchbox in the sky? You know what I'm saying? But, but it was cute. We had a nice time. So it was my, it was my boyfriend's birthday. And I thought, what do you get 
someone for their birthday. You know, he's a little bit older than me and he has everything. I mean, we all have everything we need, right? Like what will possibly more can we mean? Well, I should say, except those who obviously have lost their job due to COVID and that kind of stuff, then of course they need a job. But I mean, in terms of gifting, like, do you really need another tchotchke in your house? Do you really want another scarf? And, you know, a guy, a guy, a guy, it's not like, you know, he's a bachelor. It's not like he cooks. It's not like he does any of that kind of stuff. So I just thought, you know, a trip is a great idea. And um, I was talking to my girlfriend, Stephanie, a few months ago because she's obsessed with tiny houses. And I sent her this link that I saw, I think I mentioned a few podcast, a few uh, episodes ago, a few podcasts ago, um, called Getaway. And they have these tiny houses, and it was on Shark Tank and blah, blah. Well, I told Stephanie, Stephanie's like, I'm booking it for my husband's birthday. And she did. And so then when I was thinking about, well, what am I going to get this guy for his birthday? I thought, oh, tiny house. So I go on Getaway, which I think, I don't know what the URL is, Getaway Vacation, something like this. And they didn't have any available on the birthday weekend. So I was like, oh, crap, of course. You know, of course, I should have planned planned this out months in advance. But why would I do that? Because it's Christmas and New Year's and my daughter's birthday and yada, yada. So anyway, so I'm asking around. And someone tells me <clears throat> there's this place. In, in, and by the way, let me say, getaway, these, this tiny house thing is all over the country. So if you, if you were, I'm in New York, obviously, but wherever you are, you can look up getaway resort or getaway vacation. They're all over the country. And basically it's this little small box, tiny house in the middle of nowhere, big, huge picture window, sexy, fun, whatever. Well, that's your idea of sexy. I think it is. I think it's cool and different. Anywho. So I find this other place though near me and it's only in New York. So getaways all over. This is only in New York. It's called a tiny house resort.com. And, um, and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well, yeah, you know, the website's okay. They, they, these look all right. Um, let me see if they have the dates. And they did. So I wound up booking one of the tiny houses. Here's the thing. What I liked about this tiny house resort, this 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 thing um, that I stayed at, is that they have a bunch of tiny houses and you could pick the size. So you could stay in one that's, you know, 100 square feet or something. Or you could stay in one that's larger, I think like maybe, I don't know, 350 square feet or 400 square, or 400 square feet. I don't know. I stayed in one of the larger ones. I don't know how, what size mine was specifically, but I'm not going to go away. Okay, let's, 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 let's have a real talk. I am not going to go away with a man and stay in 100 square feet. Why? So I can go from this, the, the bed into the kitchen sink, into the toilet, and then out the door. That's what I did when I had my first apartment in the meatpacking district, not 190 square feet. <clears throat> and it was fun at 21 years old with the clubs outside and going with all my girlfriends. For, for me now, <clears throat> grown adult, mother, going away with my boyfriend. No, we don't need to do that. I like my privacy. I don't want to stay in 100 square feet with anyone, let alone myself. Thank you very much. So I go to tiny houses, book the thing, and I, and I, you know, I plan the whole trip. And it's, so it's up in the Catskills, specifically, um, what was the town? South, South Cairo. That's the town it was in. It was so cute. It was really, really so cute. I, I, if you're in this area, I really recommend it. Um, I, and let me give you a disclaimer. I am not. I am absolutely not a hiking type. I am not an outdoorsy, woodsy type. I think I told you last episode, I got to buy boots. That was the whole thing. Like, what the hell? Boots? I can't. I, I, I have traveled a lot. You know, when I've been to, I've been, I've done outdoor things, obviously, when I go to uh, my ex's family's house in Wales, uh, throughout England. You know, I would go to Colorado a lot for work, Vail, Aspen, whatnot. I'm doing outdoors things there, but like really just going 
packing up and going on a trip, not really my thing, but it was cute. And so we check in and uh, they give you a little gift bag. So, you know, automatically I'm liking it because I feel like this is a glamping experience. And like, is it glamping a tiny house or is glamping really like the tent thing? Anyway, so they give a little tiny tote bag and in the tote bag is, uh, and this place, by the way, is also a farm. So they have like goats and chickens and shit like that. And so, uh, so they give you a little tote bag and in the tote bag is, wait, you're going to die. It's like, you know, well, well, first it's a piece of paper that tells you, you know, all the stuff, hospitals nearby, which I like because I'm always paranoid, you know, telling you what, where's the nearest hospital, where's the nearest dog hospital because you could keep your dog there. But, um, they also had in it, wait, a, uh, a, a, a six fresh chicken eggs and, uh, and it was, it had a, a thing and it had the sticker on it. It said, just got laid and, uh. <laughs> And then a little pa- a carton of four fresh duck eggs, okay, from the farm. And then it had a little homemade soap, uh, some homemade jam, and then wait, a little tiny thing of lotion made out of goat milk, goat's milk lotion. Okay, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, but but anyway, it was cute. I love a little gift. It's the equivalent of a restaurant. Put it's a Chinese restaurant putting the noodles on the table. It makes your experience better. You get a little welcome present. You know, it's it it, it just calms the nerves, especially for somebody like me. I'm checking into the wilderness. I like, I get a little gift and a little green reusable tote. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm okay for a second. So, so I'm going, I'm nervous. You know, we drive, pulling up to the house. It's cute. It's really cute. It's on, it's on wheels, but you know, parked. And it's like this little RV and, and they had the one that we stayed in had lofted beds and downstairs was a little, um, you know, at the top, obviously. And then down below the main the main, the main floor, the main floor of the mansion had, um, a little couch, TV, kitchen, bathroom, full bathroom, nice, full bathroom, like, you know, like, come on, because, let me tell you something, when I looked on Getaway, I looked at, I tried to look at the the pictures inside the thing, and the bathrooms, the bathrooms, okay, one of these getaway things, these getaway boxes I looked at, the bathroom looked like it was plywood walls, and it was just like a toilet, like a potty, and like um, and, and a toilet paper just hanging off the, the wall. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be comfortable in that. I'm just not. This bathroom, though, was a real bathroom. It, it had a real shower. The shower was nice and clean. The, the, this, this, the vanity was nice. It was a real vanity with drawers and, and a sink and mirrors at the top. It was, you know, because, come on. Like the, I, that's good. That is good. Water pressure was good. There was heat in the bathroom. It was very nice. I liked all the bedding. The bedding was clean. You know, it wasn't like a bedding with pictures of Smokey the Bear and teepees on it because while that's cute and everything, little skeevy, you know what I'm saying? Little skeevy. But anyway, it was cute. We had a cute, we, we had a cute time. Um, we went hiking at uh, Catterskill Falls in the Catskill. So, and I apologize if you're listening to this, not from the area, because I know what you're like, what the hell, where the hell is this thing? But, but I recommend it's, um, it's waterfalls, um, nearby it, the specific town that was in, it was in this place called Haynes Falls. I think that's how you pronounce it. And, uh, and it was cool. It was like literally an under two mile hike. Um, you know, there was a bunch of different trails you could do. We saw the waterfalls. They were frozen. Some parts of the waterfall, though, wasn't frozen. So water was coming down over the frozen waterfall. It was super cool. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. So we're there. Full gear. Of course, I need the full gear. If I'm going to go hiking, if I'm going to go hiking, I want I want to look like a hiker. That I want to look like a hiker. When I go to spin class, I'm looking like a spin guru, even though I don't go that often. But I want to look like a hiker. I had all the gear on pants, the shoes, whatever. He had poles with him. Like we, we, he had a backpack. I didn't bring a bag. He brought the bag, water. We had everything warm, good gloves, liners under the gloves, the whole bit. 
we took it very seriously. I feel like that's an Italian thing. We like to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. I was looking at other people on this hike, on the trail. You know, there wasn't a ton of people, but they, we were passing a few. Maybe we passed about 10 people, like, combined each day. Because we did two days of hiking. Some of these people are going hiking down the path, over the river and through the woods, in sweatpants, no socks, and sneakers. Now, like, what is the rationale behind that? Please tell me. So you're going into this place. You're going into the woods. You're going to see a waterfall. It's it's cold. It's winter. It's like 15 degrees out. There's snow all over the ground. And what? You're just, like, going to say to your girlfriend or your, 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 your parent or whoever, hey, you know, you want to pull over and just go for a quick walk in the woods? You want to go for a quick walk in the woods? Oh, yeah, it's okay. We don't have our stuff on. We're just going to wear our Ugg boots and, and 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 our cropped pants. So we're just going to wear some sneaks and, and our sweatpants. No, no socks. These people were like lunatics. There were signs all over this thing. Deaths have happened here. Make sure you have proper gear on. Don't walk by the edge. Be careful. Don't touch. And these, there's these people walking around. I'm thinking, what the hell? What the hell goes through their mind? You read these stories in the newspaper, right? You read them in the, you see them on the news. This one has a tragic accident, goes this place, has a tragic I'm like, things happen, of course. But, like, why wouldn't you just start prepared? You know what I'm saying? Not only did we have water. Of course, we had snacks. I had all kinds of granola bars, candy. Not that candy's going to keep us surviving. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I could sustain us for a couple of days. God forbid we were a... Uh, we were stuck in the woods. My worst nightmare, by the way. Can you imagine? I wanted to. I did actually want to take some some pics and and do more filming and whatever, but I couldn't because it was so cold. It was so cold. I had um, <clears throat> I had you know I I was just thinking at first I was going to wear regular gloves, but I talked to a few friends that do a lot of hiking in the winter, like extreme sort of hiking, and they said no, you got to wear a liner, a liner glove underneath the regular glove. So I wore this liner glove. Smart a smart wool is the brand. Smart wool liner glove. And it was good. It really did help. I wore that glove. And then I put on, uh, you know, like the big hideous snow gloves that like my father used to wear. Um, and um, and it was great. It was it was totally great. But overall, the weekend was nice. So for his birthday, that that was the trip. The, the trip obviously was his thing. But I did, you know, I did do a, a couple cute things like in addition to. So I got, um, I think you'll appreciate this. I got, I ordered a, a L.L. Bean tote bag, like a really nice tote bag. L.L. Bean has, you know, obviously you can, customize them and with the colors or whatever. I got the monogram on the tote bag, his name on the tote bag. And then in it, I put um, tissue paper and then like all little cute hiking goodies, like a survival kit. And um, I don't know, like bug spray and, you know, first aid kit, hand sign, sanitizer spray, like all, all, all like hiking survival-y sort of stuff. So cute. Went off without a hitch. Was great. Totally happy. I had packed the food. I, you know, and here's the funny thing. Like one of my friends is like, why are you doing all this? Why are you packing the food? Why don't you go to the diner? We, by the way, we did go to the diner one of the times we were there and it was good. I love going. Don't you love just going to new places and going to the diner? It wasn't as cheap as though I was hoping. We went to a diner in, um, where is it? Sorgades. Is that the name? How do you pronounce it? Sorgades, New York. And, um, it was good. It was it was it was very good, but it wasn't as cheap. I was hoping I was gonna go to the diner. I was gonna have like a two dollar grilled cheese sandwich. I did actually have grilled cheese. It, it, I think it was like five dollars. Fine, still good. But anyway, um, but I said to my girlfriend, "Why wouldn't I pack the food? We're going to this cabin in the woods, cabin on wheels in the woods. Okay, there's animals all over the place. I don't know where the supermarket is, which is a whole nother thing. 
Of course I'm going to pack. There's a barbecue outside. I'm not going to cook a meal in the kitchen. I'm not going to cook a full meal in the kitchen. I, I, I didn't bring macaroni, but if I did, was going to bring macaroni, you know, like a box of pasta, as most people call it, I would have brought a box of macaroni and like a jar of sauce. I don't like jarred sauce. I don't do jarred sauce, but I would have just for the sake of this. You know, that's like sacrilege. You know what I'm saying? But so I, I could have brought a frozen sauce, but then you got to defrost too much, you know, too much. But anyway, I brought burgers and chicken you know, marinated chicken, um, I had, you know, and then, uh, snacks, peanut butter and jelly, bread, you know, of course it was, I said, when you're a, I told my girlfriend, she doesn't have kids, when you're a mother, when you're a mother, this is just how you think. If you, if I met any of you, any of you listening right now, if we met on the street and you said to me, Elise, you got a snack? Want to go get a snack? You know what I'd say? I got one in my bag. Don't worry about it. I'd go in my giant pocketbook and I would pull out something food, granola bar, smash gold, Chris, Chris, goldfish crackers, Anything. I have all sorts of things. I said, so why wouldn't I? What do you think? I'm going to go to this place without food? What do you think? Uh, it would give me extreme anxiety. I wouldn't even be able to, I wouldn't even be able to breathe in the car ride up there. Um, I ordered a cold cuts, you know, to go up. And um, and it was good. But, like, I don't know what the guy was thinking. What? I know it must have been someone new working at the place, which I'd, I'm, I'm disappointed with because it was an Italian place, DePaulo's downtown on... Um, on uh, Grand and Mott Street, like the place, like the place to go for Italian stuff. Besides, there's also Buon Italia in the city, by the way, which is in Chelsea Market, which is also fabulous. Very expensive, though, which is why I don't go there. Both of them are expensive, but that's because the Italian people are dying breed in the city, you know? Anyway, I know there had to be a new guy slicing the turkey into Paolo's because he didn't slice it thin. I get to the thing. I get upstate. I open up the turkey. Well, actually, my boyfriend opens up the turkey. He goes, Elise, I'm just going to tell you, that is not thin. I said, what, what, what are you talking about? What's that thin? He said, the turkey. I said, what? He said, they, you don't even, it's not worth your time, Elise, to call, <laughs> to call the place and tell them you want your money back. And I said, I do want my money back. Who's going to eat this? It was like a quarter of an inch thick. Ick. Boys had honey turkey. A qu- really? A quarter of an inch thick? Who raised you? Who raised you? I'm a, and you're working at this place. Did you not? It had to be the guy's first time. But anyway. So I had that stuff, and you know, but one thing I forgot to pack was olive oil, you know. <clears throat> so I had vegetables, and I, you know, cut them to put on the grill, you know, because I don't want to just eat, you know, carbs the whole time. So we were burgers, uh, not burgers, um, chicken and vegetables, you know, one night on the grill, and I had a bag salad. I forgot olive oil. I can't find a, I can't find a supermarket in this place. I'm putting supermarket near me, you know, in Google. Not one supermarket nearby. Nothing was coming up because there was no service. So it was like I saw I, I put it in, I couldn't find anything, and then I'm like trying to Google other things and the the, the, the stuff the, the service died. So we're driving around, I find a Stewart's, you know, like Stewart's root beer. They were in the gas station. And I went in there, you know, like like it was hilarious. It was just hilarious. Like we're in this place and um, you know, and it and it's like a Tiger Mart. It's like an Exxon Mobil snack station. It's like it's like a it's the gas station store, and I'm in there like shopping, like as if I'm in you know Western Beef or something. And I'm looking, and 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 I'm like you know looking for olive. So you know, I found I found a small bottle of olive oil. I also saw they had Nutella. I picked up some of that. They also had their brand of ice cream, which I don't know. I must have been high, although I wasn't. I was like, ooh, ice cream, their brand, the gas station brand. Let me get some. I got some of that. I also bought a, um, a Mega Millions ticket, Newsflash, didn't win. <sighs> Mil- a, no, uh, sorry, a million. Did I say a million? A billion? A $1 billion drawing the Mega Millions in New York State was. So I bought two tickets. 
Do you do that? Do you buy you buy the tickets? And if you buy the tickets, do you play like your number or do you play like the same number? You, you know, you, you play your same your numbers all the time and you play like random. I don't play that often. I should because if you don't play, you're not going to win, you know. you got to get in the game. But I just did arbitrary, you know, whatever the machine gave me. Of course. Of course. Came back a loser. So funny though when you get that ticket right. I'm sitting up there in the little cabin, little RV in the woods. They do the drawing. I pull it up on my... On the, on the phone, and I'm like, because there was service inside inside the uh, cabin. I pull it up, and I'm like, I know I definitely won. I know I, I, I actually think I have the winning ticket. I, I know I do. And, you know, and of course, not a number in sight. <laughs> anyway, so I got the olive oil, all that stuff. And, um, and of course, you know, no trip is without a calamity. His boots broke, you know, mid-trip. I don't know. Or the hiking the rubber comes off the boots. God knows how that happens. They were good shoes. So we were driving all around town, all around this place in the Catskills, trying to find a, a place to get boots. And I'm like, look. And, we, you know, we saw there was a Walmart. So I'm like, look, we're going to go to Walmart. We're going to get some boots, okay? And um, and he's like, okay. He's like, you know, okay, sounds, sounds good. No worries. You know, easy going guy. That's what I like. He says to me right before we pull into the parking lot, I want to tell you something, Elise. I want to tell you something a little crazy. I said, what? He goes, I never been to Walmart. I'm like, you never been to what? You never been here? What do you mean you never been here? Now we don't have Walmart in New York City, you know. And obviously, if you're from here, you know we don't have it here. I've been to Walmart in New Jersey. Um, I've been I, at my, near my mom's house. I've been to Walmart in Pennsylvania. I've just been to Walmart. I am not going to not have gone to a giant store that everybody talks about. People of Walmart.com. Have you seen the website? Is that still around? I used to look at that website of all the people that go to Walmart. Listen, not everything in Walmart is great, I told him. I said, but you can really find some good stuff in there. The prices, you can't beat the prices. The makeup aisle, the 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 the, the, the you know, the, the personal care items, they're so much cheaper. You go on Amazon, you're like, oh yeah, a thing of twenty-four paper towels, $19.99, okay, fine. Or you go and shop right $17.99, okay. You go to Walmart, $8.99. I mean, you can't beat it, right? So I tell him, I had to break I had I had to, you know, I had to brace him. I just said, listen, guy, we're not going to Walmart. You're not going to find, like, name brand boots. You're not going to find, like, Merrell's or, I don't know, Timberland, whatever kind of brand boots. I said, you're going to find, like, different brands. Like, they don't sell Michael Jordan sneakers for kids. They sell, like, Shaq, you know, like, knockoff. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. We go into Walmart. It's like, it, 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 it was like, it was like taking somebody through, like, like the museum for like the first time, like taking a kid to the natural history museum for the first time, looking up, looking down, looking the dinosaurs, looking all around the bones, sometimes horrified, sometimes in awe. And I'm just like thinking, what the hell is he thinking? Let's just get that. Like, I know he's looking at the floor, wondering why it's a cement floor. Cause you know, he's never been to Costco either. And I'm just thinking, what the hell? Like, let's go. So we get to the boot aisle. There was nothing. There, there was, and you know what? In his defense, in his defense, if you're gonna buy a pair of boots to hike in, and you want them to keep you warm and dry, it's better off, obviously, to spend the extra money as opposed to buy a pair, a cheap pair, for twenty bucks just to, you know, get you through. And uh, so we didn't get anything there. We walked down the sporting good aisle though, store, and they had sort of sporting good aisle, and um. They had guns, which was a little shocking to me. There was like a a, light, a baby powder blue, baby blue gun, twenty two caliber rifle, and uh, I know because I used to um, 
shoot rifles with my father when I was growing up. We used to go to the gun range. And uh, so, because that's a normal thing for a 10-year-old girl to do. He's like, you're going to be Annie Oakley. I'm like, all right, who is that? I, I used to go to school. They would be like, what'd you do this weekend? I went to the gun range. They, my teacher would be like, uh, next. <laughs> but I'm like a surprise that they just sell these these guns in, in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we went there, no luck. We wound, up, we wound up having to drive to Kingston, New York, which was like, I don't know, a half hour away, get go to Dick's Sporting Goods. He got the boots. And, you know, and that was that. Overall, a great trip. A great trip. I totally recommend staying in a tiny house. Hell, I was like, we should build a tiny house. And he's like, all right, relax. You know, because that's, that's how it is. It's like, you know, you go on a vacation. You're like, this is so relaxing. Let's get a timeshare. <laughs> but it was fun. It's so nice to get out of the city and just do something different. And I really appreciate it so much more now, given COVID time, you know. And I guess that's because we always want what we can't have. And we can't go on vacation anywhere. And everything's freaking shut down. And in New York, God forbid, we could go eat in a restaurant. Going outside of Manhattan to somewhere that wasn't my own house, staying there, being outside. I didn't wear a mask in the woods, although I did get some dirty looks. Going to a diner, wearing the mask, yes, and sitting down inside a diner. It was like Shangri-La. It was amazing. It was great. Anyway, so that was that. Birthday, huge success. He's like, I really got to step up my game. And I'm like, well, don't worry. Valentine's Day is coming. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but I'm curious to know if you guys ever stayed in any tiny houses. Have you watched Tiny House Nation or any of those kind of shows? So, so let me tell you what we're, we're and then of course, this is where my mind's going, okay? So we're driving around, you know, like the last day or whatever, and we're passing all these 1950s, you know, resorts, because back in the day, obviously, you've, who's ever listening, we watched, you must have watched Dirty Dancing, you know, growing up, greatest movie. In the 50s, we all know, if you were in the New York area, that's where you went. That was like, that was your, that was your stomping ground. You'd head up in the, in the summer, go up to the Catskills, stay in a little bungalow resort, and it would be the best thing ever. They'd have dancing and parties and outdoor sports and tennis and gambling and stand-up comedy and all sorts of things, barbecues and luau's. Oh, so fun, and it really was like the best place ever. I asked my mom, I said, where did you stay when you used to come up here when you were young? She stayed at a place called Pleasant Acres. My boyfriend's parents, uh, they couldn't remember the place that they used to go to but um, we did we we did drive by a bunch of places, and it's 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 like it's like the ghost of Christmas past. You're driving down the highway, right? You're in the Catskills, driving down, the, and there's all these giant signs, like giant billboard, like highway billboards on on the side of these country roads, right? You know, still up, and they're advertising these places, you know, like Pleasant Acres, one point two miles away. We have cocktails and bingo and Friday night disco, and it, and you know, and the paint's all faded and chipped, and the places are closed. They're all defunct, and it's sad. It's sad. It's like some of these pl- towns are adorable, and they have cute houses or whatever, and some of the towns are a little more, you know, worn, and there were some places that were definitely dilapidated. But um, the place we stayed at, South Cairo, where the tiny house resort is, was actually very dilapidated. Cairo was nice. South Cairo was a little bit dilapidated. I mean, like, there was, like, a main street. There was, they all the houses were, like, abandoned and, like, broken and stuff like that, but... But, um, but you know, when you're driving around, you're seeing all these fun 1950s things. You're like, wow, these people really had a hoot down here, up here, I should say. So I was like, why did this whole thing die? And you know what I found out? I asked a couple people. The 1950s dirty dancing era 
of, you know, vacationing up in the Catskills died because of air, airplane travel and air conditioning. Isn't that funny? So apparently back then, you know, no, in the 50s, nobody was taking planes. You know, 50s, 60s, nobody was taking airplanes to go on vacation with their family. I guess some people were, but not, not, not everybody, of course. <clears throat> Very expensive. And so everybody was looking for a place to go up, <clears throat> go up, get away. And they go to the Catskill Mountains outside of New York. And then it also died because of Atlantic City, someone told me, because someone out there told me, because um, there wasn't air conditions in the house, the houses here in, you know, downstate in New York and whatnot. So up there, you'd go up to the mountains. It was cool mountain air and people would go and cool off and there was lakes and da da. Yeah, that was it. How funny is that, right? So then I started to think about real estate and it's like, I'm like, oh, how much are things up here? Because like it's 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 pretty, and there's things to do, <clears throat> and it's a hop, skip, and a jump away from Manhattan, and you know, I don't know, like how, how what's goes on. So I'm looking. I couldn't even believe my mind. I mean, I don't know where these things are, but like you could buy land. There was like land for sale, like two acres, three acres for like twenty thousand dollars. The houses were like, you know, <clears throat> houses were, you know, they they were they were a lot of them were like tear downs. You know, they were really dilapidated these ones that were a hundred thousand dollars and whatnot now let me tell you something i don't know where you live like if you live in middle america in a small town where real estate prices are cheap <clears throat> and everything's relative well i shouldn't say cheap everything's relative maybe the house is one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you know whatever fine but in where i am there's no such thing as a hundred thousand dollar house like this doesn't exist there's no such thing as twenty thousand dollars for for two acres of land in manhattan i think i said last podcast like one square foot of real estate in new york is like a thousand dollars think about that you get 20 square feet in manhattan for twenty thousand dollars you can go two hours up north and you can get two acres for twenty thousand dollars i mean really so i'm like i'm thinking is this going to be the kind of place in 30 years one of my daughters is going to turn around to me and say, Ma, why didn't you buy something up there when it was so cheap? Like, am I going to, am I missing out on like the bargain of the century? You know, I, I have no idea. And and I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I know 30 years ago in Montauk, for example, out in the Hamptons, you were able to buy, you know, <clears throat> East Hampton and all those places was still great, excuse me, but, but, um, but Montauk, you were able to buy stuff from, for, for nothing, for nothing. And now you can't even touch Montauk. You can't even touch it. It's so expensive. I have so many friends, so many friends from Long Island, and they're and they're they're like, oh, we used to go out to Montauk when we were little. All my parents we thought about buying a place out here, buying some land out here, and then they didn't for whatever reason. They didn't know if it was going to just always stay the same. And, uh, you know, money was tight. Well, those families regret that now, you know. They totally regret it now because that place is, bo- you can't even touch a thing out there. It's so expensive. And it just keeps going up. The, the, out, out east, North Fork, you know, the, the other side. It, so I'm thinking, is this going to be like the same thing? Upstate New York, especially now, COVID time. Hear me out. He, let, let, let me, this is what I was thinking. It's COVID time. Manhattan is run down. I mean, the stores are closed. I, I posted on TikTok. I walked down. I was in Soho the other day. I walked down Broadway. All the stores are closed. I mean, like Zara, H&M, Hollister, like all these stores, just done, done, dead, closed, for rent signs. People are like, people are telling me on the comments, oh, they're going to come back. Oh, they're just closed temporarily. No, not all of them. If you have a for rent sign in the window and you're advertising 30-year, you know, 10-year, 19, whatever it is, year leases, you're not, 
opening back up anytime soon. That is not temporarily closed. You're renting out the space. You're trying to get it on lock. So this is how Manhattan is in some areas right now. But real estate prices in the city aren't going down, houses and whatnot. And the workforce is going to be changing. People are going to be working from home more. And this is eventually going to change even after, obviously, COVID because now everybody's gotten used to it. Are people going to say, hey, I want to live outside of the city, but I don't want to spend, I don't want to go to Long Island, I don't want to go to northern New Jersey, I don't want to go to Brooklyn, Staten Island, and I don't want to spend, you know, $20,000 a year in property tax, $20,000, $30,000, I mean, some place, Westchester, $50,000 a year in property tax, yeah, you heard that right. <clears throat> I don't want to spend that. So I want to find somewhere that's outside of the city, cheaper. I can have a house, I can have some space, but I'm still close enough to Manhattan should I ever have to go in. Is that what's going to happen? Are people going to start to go up up in the Catskills for their primary residence? A lot of Manhattan people, if you read the New York Times, the real estate section, a lot of Manhattan people, they bought up in Dutchess County, Putnam County, but are people going to go up to the Catskills further and stay there and just stay and live there? I don't know. So I'm thinking, wow. Maybe this is the time to get some something, a little something, something up there. But then, but then my friend Nick, I love him, but he's like, Elise, I don't know. I don't know. He goes, my family had some land up there. They just sold it because they, and they made no money on it. And then I said to him, so this is where I'm going with this. Okay. The average return in the stock, in the U S stock market, the average return is 10% year over year. And that's just, it never is really actually 10%, by the way, disclaimer. It's usually maybe like 4%. Okay. But if you put $20,000 right now into the stock market, in 20 years' time, your $20,000 principal money that you put in should go up, I would say, 5%. If you want to go by the by the actual numbers, 10%. It should go up year over year, 10%. The initial principal of $20,000. So if you put $20,000 and you buy a piece of land up in the Catskills, is it going to go up 10%? I don't think so. Every year. And you still have to pay taxes on it. That's the thing. You still have to pay taxes. And then my friend Nick is like, do you have to pay? You pay? You have to pay taxes, Elise. So say you pay. What do you have to pay? Say you pay $1,000 a year on that land tax up there. And then you got to, do you have to insure land? Because I don't know if you have to insure it. Because I don't know if it's a good investment. And maybe he's right. But on the odd chance that it turns into like some Montauky thing. I mean, there's no beach up there, obviously. Then, I mean, you, 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 you're not going to be necessarily looking at the yearly returns. You're gonna, you, you, your, your, pro, your property is going to just skyrocket. But I'm also a little bit of a dreamer, so I don't know. Did your family ever buy something? I'm so I'm, I love these stories. I love, love, love these stories. Did your family ever buy anything, or in a, in, a, in an area or a place? And you have to like tell me on TikTok, like message me or something or on Instagram, because I'm always so curious. Did your family ever buy anything, and then it turned into like a really popular place, like a gold mine? And I'm not, you know. And by the way. I have this like insane preoccupation with the future and feeling secure and settled. And maybe that's because, you know, I had some family stuff go on and you know, my father's not around anymore and, you know, da, da, and we had, we had good times and we had bad times when I was growing up <clears throat> financially. But I have this obsession with being secure, feeling secure for the future. And as, and then when I became a mother, it even, it, 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 ugh, the anxiety through the roof, the anxiety. So it's like, not everything we do, I do or you, should just be about investing and, and making money in the future. Obviously, you only live once and it's all about the journey. You have to enjoy these investments as well. But always curious to know if someone bought a place somewhere 
and you know maybe your family used it or maybe you didn't you just had it maybe you rented it out and then then the place just got booming because then it's fun then you get to move in yourself when it's, you know and and it really while everything's built up and really have a ball there or you sell it and you go find the next great thing but I uh we have a family friend and she she's um <clears throat> they live in Staten Island and she told me this story once it was years ago maybe like 15 years ago she told me the story one day, her husband, he was a bus driver. One day, her husband came home from work and he says, I heard about this coffee shop and uh, and and someone's asking me to, to partner in, you know, the franchise, partner in on this new franchise that's going to open up. I think I should do it. And he's telling his wife, and this is the wife telling me the story. And she goes, I think I should do it. And he says, she goes, no, no, you know, we need our money. That's crazy. You're just going to gamble on a franchise and it might, you know, it might, blah, blah. let me tell you. She goes, Elise, you know what this was? I said, what? She goes, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? It was, like, going to be the first Dunkin' Donuts on Staten Island. It was this guy who opened the franchise, and he was looking for some partners for some money. And uh, and he was asking some of his friends, and, and most of his friends were like, nah, nah, nah. And, uh, and there you have it. And, you know, and they've lived a very nice life without their Dunkin' Donuts coffee franchise investment. But, you know, that would have changed a lot of things, you know? Anyway, so that was that. That was my weekend. That's my thoughts on real estate. I don't know. I'm going to keep you posted on it. I'm still looking because I, 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 there's nowhere to go in New York that's inexpensive. This is the only place. The only place to go is north. And if you know a place, by the way, where things are really cheap and fun, let me know. Like, and, 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 could, and could turn into something one day. I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested. Um, so every week, obviously, I do a product review. I have to tell you about this because this is an important brand you need to know about. You probably know. I might be late to the story. I don't know. Crazy Yoga, the, the women's brand. No, actually, that's not true. Guys, if you're listening, I know I have guy listeners. They make men's stuff too. Sorry. Totally forgot about that because I looked before I decided to um, pick this one to, to talk about. Crazy Yoga. C-R-Z space yoga. They are a brand that's for sale on Amazon. Let me tell you something. They are an exact copy of Lululemon, an exact copy of Lululemon. So I, when I was packing for this trip, I was like, oh, I'm going to bring leggings and then I'm going to wear a pair of, you know, parachute sort of pants over my leggings, not snow pants, but you know, because it's going to be cold and I want something to, that's going to be waterproof, keep the wind away, whatever. So, um, my friends like, oh, I'll go to Lululemon, get one of those pants, and then and I'm thinking, no, I said I don't want to, I don't want to go to Lululemon. They're the hundred dollar pants, like you crazy? I'm not doing that. No, so I, I'm like, where can? I? And then I find this brand online. Literally every single review is like, this is an exact replica of Lululemon. Get it, get it. I wind up ordering the pants. Oh my god, these are the pants. Crazy yoga hiking pants. And the, the, the Amazon description is crazy yoga, women's hiking pants, lightweight, quick dry, drawstring joggers. They were $29. They had elastic waist, a drawstring, which I appreciate. Thank you. Because some of these pants, they have snaps. Get out of here. I don't want to zip and I don't want to button anything so my muffin top could spill over like a volcano. I want elastic. I got elastic pants with the with the, the lace in the front, zippered pockets, tight, like a tight leg, you know, so it's like fashionable, but like a tight leg, but also so, so snow and water didn't get in the pants. They were so good for $29. That is 75% cheaper than the Lululemon pants. Okay. Exact copy. And they have another, by the way. So then I'm looking, they have six colors. These pants, they come in six colors. The other, they have another pant called, um, it's, which is just leggings called feeling naked, crazy yoga, feeling naked. They are an exact copy of Lululemon's aligned leggings. I, live. 
I live in Lululemon Align leggings. And then a few weeks ago, I talked about a couple of other, uh, well, actually maybe a couple months ago, I talked about some other brands, legging brands I found on Amazon that are so good that don't make you sweat and stink and all that kind of shit. Well, I haven't bought the crazy yoga feeling naked Align legging, uh, you know, equivalent to Align. My friend has them and I went to her house and I was touching them and I was like, oh my God, these are amazing. I got to get them. And those are $24. So that's the product. That's what I'm talking about. I think that's where it's at. We're closing this out with a quote of the day. A quote of the day. Eleanor Roosevelt, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. That's all for today on the Elise Delucci Show. Thank you always for listening. Can you leave a review on the app, an Apple podcast? Someone said to me, Elise, you're always asking for reviews. I'm like, yeah, of course I'm hawking for reviews. What do you think of this is? I, I, I'm trying to turn this into a business around here. I don't make money doing this. What are you crazy? Nobody, I don't get free stuff. I don't make money. I don't, I'm just doing this because, you know, I'm a comic and we're in a pandemic and I'm loving it. And, you know, but, you know, but, but, but this would actually be a good talk show on the, on the AM radio station. If you know anybody, let me know. But anyway. She said, how do I even leave you a review? I said, okay, you go to Google and you type in Apple Podcasts, the Elise DeLucci show. My show will come up and then there'll be a space once you click on that in that page, within the page and says you can leave a review. If you leave a review, I'll love you forever. If you don't, I'll still love you forever. But listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, whatever you want to do. And I will talk to you later. Ciao, ciao.